0: everybody we're moving into chapter three managing customers we started out by looking at the mccormick harvesting machine company they were um, viewed upon in business as the first marketing driven company and um, They were pioneers of early social networking, standardized pricing, standard term payments. Uh, First thing they did was they established a national agent network to help sell and service their products. They gave money back guarantees. They were the first customer-focused marketing company. They featured testimonials from customers and ads. They moved their factory to be closer to their customers from New York to Chicago. They were the first to spend energy on quality and constant process improvements. They were the first to measure customer satisfaction and long-term brand loyalty. Cyrus McCormick, uh, the founder, said this, I want to make the machine so good that the farmer and his sons will come back again and again to buy more McCormick machines. So we... Um, I want to review what uh, Peter Drucker said, that marketing is the whole business scene from the point of view of its final result, that is, from the customer's point of view. And Ted Levitt, who said, what business are we really in? And the reason that is important, because businesses will do better if they concentrate on meeting and serving the customer's needs rather than selling products. Marketing nearsightedness. Look at DuPont. They kept a close eye on its customers and their concerns, using its technical know-how to create an expanding array of products. If DuPont has stayed with the product that was its flagship, Nylon, it would not be around today. When you realize that new product launches fail at the rate of 75 to 95%, you recognize that this is an important uh, issue that a lot of companies don't get right. Usually the fact that leaders have this nearsighted focus on selling products and services that they're missing the big picture what customers really want you know what business are publishers in for example what do customers look for from magazines when you say it's to be entertained to be informed only production oriented publishers would defend the form of delivery over the value of the experience delivered and received look at ibm their consultancy business brings in two billion dollars in revenue and that's because i quote they're not in the business of information gathering but delivering the communications valued by consumers combining analytics design and technology a couple myths for a marketing nearsightedness that are ever expanding and affluent population will ensure our growth as we seek to increase the efficiency of making our products rather than boosting the value of those products. Big difference. Efficiency in production is not important to customers, but the value that they deliver, now that is. Unfortunately, Generation Z is accused of killing products like Facebook, Cash, Gap, Abercrombie, J. Crew, traditional television, owning and driving a car, Harley Davidson motorcycles. The second myth of marketing nearsightedness is believing there's no competitive substitute for your industry's major product. What that does, it makes you vulnerable to innovations outside the industry, often by smaller, newer companies focusing on customers' needs rather than the products themselves. That's called disruptive technologies. Clay Christensen is the man uh, credited for most of the um, research about how industries allow these upstarts to displace the large established companies I think of uber look at uber uh, the the cab companies were disjointed a uh, bunch of small little outfits all over the cabs were dirty the uh, it was hard to find them and uber um, focused on a better way to get uh, taxi service to their customers another myth believing that we can protect ourselves through mass production. Instead, we should be worried about emphasizing um, our customers' value. Another myth is technical research and development will ensure growth. Again, you have no idea if R&D is going to pay off in breakthrough products. And uh, instead, we should focus on satisfying customers' needs. So customer centricity is the set of beliefs that puts customers' interests first, ahead of all stakeholders such as owners, managers, and employees. Deeply rooted values that consistently reinforce the customers' focus throughout an organization. We looked at Trader Joe's, number one grocery retailer in the USA. In fact, it's been number one the past two years. Every uh, pillar shaping a retailer and their experience with their customers. Emotional connection to the store, financial performance of the retailer, pricing, quality, digital uh, operations discounts rewards information convenience speed etc trader joe's is number one the question is why well their former president said they invested more in their employees than any other company and were often criticized because they were told shopping is now becoming transactional and customers can buy the products that trader sells online but the president was really uh, convinced about this fact he believed that you could go an entire day without a single person acknowledging your existence thanks to uh, smartphones uh, social media and the world that we live in that we're pretty much a lonely population and so Trader Joe's hires people that like connecting with other people they find it profitable to hire those employees and train them They focused their culture around the individual customer trying to get a wow experience in everything they did because they believed how customers felt about themselves while they were shopping and how they feel about the company while they were shopping made them successful. Three ways customer centricity fits into an organization. As a part of knowledge management and understanding the customer as a part of building a strategic competence as a learning organization. So that's a customer-centric culture. And then lastly, a foundation for corporate strategy development and execution, deciding a way to service, satisfy the customer. We looked at how Amazon's corporate mission is to be their Earth's most customer-centric company. Earth, They, they shoot high around their four primary customer sets. There's four segments, consumers, sellers, enterprisers, and content creators. Frito-Lay, found through research, customers go to the shelf to purchase their chips, not because they're hungry for salty snacks, but more about the feelings of comfort and insurance that they get from eating a Frito-Lay bag of chips, as opposed to taste or irresistibility. You, you looked at how frequently Amazon's letters to shareholders focused on employees. 4% average reported on employees. Now, the annual report that uh, the most commonly used words were customers, Amazon. Pretty much, uh, that's one and two. Uh, the portion of each Amazon annual report letter to customers has remained about 12% over time so you could see 5% employees 12% customers Uh, most definitely uh, Amazon is an extremely customer centric organization we looked at HP and how they merged with compact and how they tried to get their message across so they use this overall view HP delivers more the three segments they service for the enterprise Segment, they deliver more. For the small business segment, you get more. For the consumer, you enjoy enjoy more. In the first year, HP's brand value increased by 18 percent. In comparison, Dell's brand increased by 12 percent. We looked at Volkswagen. Before the uh, the problem with um, the uh, the uh, odometer, Volkswagen was one of the world's most recognized brands especially in the low to medium price cars. Well, they introduced this high luxury car to compete with BMW and Mercedes, the Phantom. Problem is, VW had no brand equity amongst luxury buyers. After selling only 3,715 cars, they withdrew from the U.S. after uh, only three years. So what is a customer? That's a person or an organization the marketer believes will benefit from the goods and services offered by our organization. It's not necessarily someone who is currently purchasing from us today. We looked at uh, chopped, washed, and bagged salads. Costs roughly three to four bucks. But if you buy it, wash it, store it yourself, it's going to be a lot less. But bagged salad is a major sales generator for the produce department in the supermarket. There's many values of layer built in. Easy to store, stays fresh longer, variety of salads, healthy. If you look at it through the lenses of customer needs and not product, you could see how the bag salad came about. People want healthier meals. They don't have a lot of time, so they can go to a bag, get salad ready made. Humility, empathy, and curiosity are key to marketers to be successful, not arrogance and blissful ignorance. If you engage on a deep level with understanding of the marketplace and customers, you need to be humble, empathetic, and curious. Two kinds of customers, existing customers, former customers, then there's uh, potential customers, uh, those that have not yet bought uh, from us, and they're an important source for expanding our business. Now, a good customer is defined as one who holds the potential to undertake activities offering long-term value to the organization. They bring a higher level of profitability. They pay promptly. They will offer insights and feedbacks to improve our products and our company. They all voluntarily promote products, our products to others. Now, we should not treat all existing customers the same. And one way to do that is to identify the good ones from the not good ones. And one way to do that is customer lifetime value. That's a two-way street. We're trying to provide Great customer experience and superior customer value, and then customers will provide value to us by bringing us profits. So, we did look at a a promotion that was the world's worst promotion. That was the Hoover uh, vacuum cleaner promotion in the UK, where if you bought a vacuum cleaner, you'd get free round trip airplane tickets. The promotion itself was a huge success, generated additional sales, new customers, market share, but their profits were decimated. They wrote off $64 million, and all executives were fired. We looked at stars, lost causes, free riders, and vulnerable customers. Uh, We looked at the uh, customer lifetime value, uh, and that really is something that we don't need to spend a lot of time on, but... If we know how much a customer will buy, how often they come back to buy from us, and how long they stay with us, it'll give us a good way to run our company. And the other things we talked about in this chapter were customers and our organization. They're a key source of information and ideas. Um, They certainly affect our activities throughout the organization. Uh, We need them to sustain our business because without customers, we're not going to be viable. And Sam Walton knew what he was talking about when he said there's only one boss, the customer. He or she can fire everyone in the organization from chairman on down simply by spending their money somewhere else. There's some challenges involved in managing customers. Customers are different. No two customers are the same. Appealing to one may not work for the other customer. And they interact with us at so many different contact points in person retail store, on the telephone, on customer service, digital networks, through an app on the phone, kiosks, such as checking in at the airport, in-person product support, uh, financial assistance, uh, accounts receivable. Uh, If these contact points are not managed within a customer relationship management system, it's going to put a lot of stress on the company. Uh, Customer relationship management does help you. Uh, understand which customers are good and which ones need to be uh, cultivated and and grown, and maybe even which customers are to be avoided. Technology does help run customer relationship management systems, uh, and customer service is also an important function where you get involved with training, repair, financial assistance, resolving complaints, and it can uh, significantly impact an organization's uh, and its products in terms of how our customers feel about um, our business now there's more uh, trends to doing self-service customer service think about checking out at the supermarket uh, customers are to serve uh, companies are finding that customer service not only can solve problems but help customers buy more stuff uh, outsourcing is happening now in customer service where a uh, foreign uh, countries are our new customer service Uh, we're doing live chat that's more important to marketers social media wireless data access text messaging intelligent call routing etc so that covered our first chapter on customers